Newsbreak podcast. It's twofold. The Bangladesh market traders, they do not trade on permits. The permits which the Minister of Kota has mentioned, that is applicable to street vendors. Now, Bangladesh market traders, they pay a stall fee, a monthly stall fee. And I think that is where there's a slight thin line between a permit and a stall fee. Then having looked at that, the market management decided, okay, fine, since it concerns food items, they said, fine, they will open the market and give all the traders an opportunity to go ahead and and market the the food items. Now, at that point in time, which was last Thursday, Friday, the management thought that food items would incorporate the poultry section, the, the fish section, fruit and veg, and also the food court. But when the market manager with Mr. Sipo Mutwa. When he got there on Friday and having assessed the situation on the ground, we realized that it was not practical to have this market opened. Firstly, there was no staff from the municipality to be of any assistance. And then if you needed to get volunteers to man the market in order to, to ensure that compliance uh, you know, happened insofar, insofar as the lockdown regulations are concerned. Tony, it has come to our understanding that trading was allowed at the market this past Saturday. There were 12 uh, uh, traders that had already bought huge amount of stocks because at that point in time, the manager decided that he's not going to open on that Friday and on that Saturday. But because the traders that were there at that point in time said, look, we've got a lot of stock, we need to trade. So he gave them that opportunity to come in on that Saturday. When we got there on Saturday morning at about 7 o'clock, there were other traders who did not get the message. So we finished off with about, say, 22 traders in, in total. So what we decided to do was to have one entrance, one exit. We had a, a, a security officer there that was doing compliance with, insofar as sanitizing the customers' hands and stuff like that. And then there was a, a, a queue on the open market area, which was the tarred area. We didn't want to see traders, uh, customers standing on the street. So we brought them inside, and we had Metropolis also there, who also ensured that compliance in regard of social distancing was maintained. Some traders are questioning why plans can't be put into place to allow them to trade as it is their livelihood. So taking the market structure into account, how could trading there pose a risk to their lives? Firstly, it was not practical to have the market open because, remember, you need staffing to be you know, monitoring the compliance aspect of it. And secondly, we thought of the body movement of people. First and foremost, the primary importance is the trader themselves, their own personal health, and then after that comes the families, the immediate families. We did not want to compromise any of the traders' health. As much as we understand and we feel for the traders who has to do you know, a living, who has to eke out a living to put food on the table and pay the bills and so forth. But then we're also asking traders to decide now, are you prepared to make a small sacrifice to sacrifice that income for your own personal health for a long-term gain? Or do you want to not make that sacrifice and rather put your health at risk and in the same breath compromising your family? And then, God forbid, we don't know what's going to happen thereafter. What are the consequences that traders will face if they do set up their stalls at the market? They cannot set up any stalls in the market because it's going to be closed. The gates will be closed. And if they're going to be doing anything, like, for example, if they, if they set up a stall in the open market where the tarred areas, then they'll be in total contempt of the lockdown rules. Uh, and Metropolis will come there and they will arrest them. Simple as that. News break. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.